Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, Coach Quincy Caldwell of Big Q Promotions and fellow boxing coach Shane Chancellor preview the December 9th Big Q Promotions Pro Boxing Card at Element Gym in St. Paul. Fresh off his win over Nico Ali Walsh, Minnesota boxer Slink Proper takes on Trey Martin in the main event. The card is loaded with local boxing talent. Big Q Promotions always puts on a great show while showcasing local boxers. Tickets are selling quickly, so fans are advised to get their tickets in advance. It's shaping up to be a big night of boxing, and we hope to see you there. All right, well, thanks for joining the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. My co-host, Brian Johnson, is off today. Today, we're joined by Coach Shane of Element uh, Gym, and you're a big Q Promotions. You're a corner man for a slink proper, uh, Sona Okali, um, who's got a fight coming up this Saturday at Element. Um we're pleased to be talking to you and we want to preview a little bit about the fight. Um, but I also want to let fans know your background too, since this is our first time getting to talk to you. Um, can you give me a quick rundown of how you got involved in boxing? Yeah. Um, I was actually a, a Muay Thai fighter. I was not a boxer. I fought out of the Academy in Brooklyn park for like Greg Nelson and all those guys. Um, and Caitlin Young and Ryan Murray, who now run the striking Institute. When I was fighting, uh, I wanted to get some boxing training. At the time, I had some friends coming to Element Gym. So I uh, met Dalton through, actually, my mom. My mom was coming and doing mid-sessions with Dalton on the weekends. And so, like, two or three years, I hit miss with Dalton pretty consistently. Sparred with his team, but I never boxed because I had other things going on and at the academy. And when I uh, stopped fighting, he was the first person to bring me on, invite me, uh, give me an opportunity to teach now you're um in the corner basically all the time when i when i'm seeing the amateurs um you know you're at all the the shows um are you basically kind of uh i don't want to say the head honcho but like i mean you're part of the the crew because i mean like i said i don't think it's me imagining that i think you're at all the amateur shows and uh yeah so i run the i run the amateur program that's my team Coach Q has like so much going on with the basketball and between the pros and the promotion. So he helps where he can, but the, the team is pretty much my baby. I, I take those kids everywhere. I literally drive a minivan. I drive those kids all over the state, all over the Midwest. Uh, and we win fights, you know, I'm really, really proud of how the team comes together at those shows. You see, we always come out in a big crowd. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of which, I mean, you guys have had awesome, uh, amateur shows at element um and these pro shows that q's been putting on um are awesome as well um what's your thought on that you know once q started doing pro shows um you know you were already working with them by then um but what do you think of the atmosphere because i mean like i said it's it's taking what i think element was doing and doing a great job at doing it with the amateur shows and just sort of kicking it up just a little bit you know with those pros like the smoke and the lights and the food and the, yeah. all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Between Q and Dalton, the owner, they both have an eye for presentation. 
So when Dalton was doing the amateur shows, he wanted to get the light rig set up. And that was already a big thing to add to the gym because we don't use it, you know, any other day but when there's fights. Uh, and then, you know, Q loves the the presentation of, like, wrestling. He's actually a big wrestling fan, like WWE. So he loves, you know, the walkouts. He would do more if he was allowed to. He would probably do fireworks if we were outside. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, not only I think the atmosphere is great, but working with Q, me and him, which will – you know, maybe a dozen pro shows all together in the last three years, whether it be working them, cornering them, or just there as a, a guest. And there was a lot of, you know, mismatch cards, a lot of red wins by TKO first three rounds. And we work really hard at making sure that our cards are actually competitive fights. And uh, we've done that pretty consistently so far. I'm proud of that. Yeah, this is going to have, uh, you know, you've had a lot of Minnesota fighters on cards uh, the big Q shows, but this one I think might set the record um, for the Minnesota fighters, which is awesome. Um, now there's some fighters and I was going to ask you about this, that I'm not really, excuse me, I'm not really familiar with. Um, and I, unfortunately I haven't had a chance to talk to him yet. I'm still trying is the CMB guys, here. you know, Leo. Hmm. Oh, are you there Q? I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. There he is. <laughs> ah, there he is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, – I got a little bit of background from Shane on how he got, you know, involved in, in boxing and how he ended up at Element. And uh, yep. now I was just uh, starting to ask a little bit about the shows and how he thought your pro shows were going. And uh, that led me into asking about the, the guys from CMB because I still haven't talked to those guys. You know, obviously I've heard of Leo Medell before. Um <laughs> But what can you guys tell me about them? You know, uh, Q, since you joined us, maybe I'll let you go first. Um, you know, I think there's four fighters fighting out of there. Yep. No, they're, they're, they're a group out of, I think it's Burnsville or Apple Valley, but they're out in that area. They're a very tight-knit, man. They don't, um, you know, they don't really get get involved with a whole bunch of other, other gyms and stuff like that. They're good people, great people great to spar with they're good you know what i mean they just they're good people they're just one of those old school boxing crews where you know i'm not we're not going to get involved with a whole bunch of people and we're just gonna do what we do and they don't really care about interviews or none of that stuff they're they're more about the boxing and the craft and there's nothing wrong with that we get along great um we have great sparring sessions um you know we we respect each other very you know very much um, so I've, I've been trying to, you know, Leo was kind of in, in Sona's position for a long time. It took, you know, Leo was on the card, the last card. That was his first time fighting in darn near a year and some change, I want to say, because it was a struggle for him. And I really wanted to push to get him on the fight. So, I mean, get him on the card. So good people, man, good guys. Leo's a hard-nosed guy, man. He's just going to come downhill and try to wear you out. I don't know a lot about Mike. It's his pro debut, but we'll see what happens. But he's going up against Dre, so his hands are full. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those guys, like, I was messaging Leo directly, and um, and I've talked to him once briefly. Um, and, you know, they seem like, or he seems like in particular, like he's a super nice guy. Uh, he sounded like they were agreeable. It's just if it works, you know. And it sounds like they've got some wrestling maybe or something else going on at that gym. Um so maybe that's why uh, last Friday didn't work. Um, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to those guys on the podcast though sometime. Really looking forward to seeing them and all the other Minnesota faces. Um, Q, since we got you on here too, uh, just quick, could you give a rundown? It sounds like there's two fighters maybe 
that were initially going to be on the card that maybe aren't. Um, I know one was Gavin Hendrickson. Um, what does the lineup look like right now? Yeah, Gavin's unfortunately not going to be on the card, man, because of the um, the switch that I had to make you know, on, from the 16th to the 9th. We lost his opponent. We were trying to find an opponent that makes sense. You know what I mean? As far as for him to fight, we just couldn't find it. You know, that it's unfortunately it's the business side of boxing that um, that none of us like. You know what I mean? So that was from so, the Armory show that happened, yeah, right? Because yeah. you had you had announced, if I recall correctly, the show, and then within yep. a week, it all of a sudden popped that the Showtime was coming back for the show on the sixteenth, and then you audibled yep. and uh, and switched to the ninth. Yeah, I had to, man. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm confident in our people, but. You know, the Armory does things the way they do it, and, and because of the way they do it, it's not really smart business to ch- try to go toe-to-toe with them. So I was trying to figure out what made sense. Do we just move it a week up, or do we wait till like, January or February? I didn't really want to do that because of the weather. Um, you know, you, you're pretty good. Get, you're pretty solid getting some decent weather early, you know, in December, because even if it snows a little bit, it's probably going to melt because it's still warm. I look at today, it's darn near 47 degrees outside. So, right. um, so, yeah, we just moved it up to December 9th, and it worked out. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for Gavin, though. Right. Um, Shane, as far as the training goes, you know, because you guys, uh, in addition to, you know, you're playing double duty Q, and in addition to being the promoter, you know, you're also working with Slink. Um, I know you're working with some other fighters that aren't necessarily on the on the show, but Shane, How's the uh, how's training going right now with Slink? The last time I saw him was last Wednesday for Media Day. Um, what can you tell us about how he's doing this week? He's been good this week. I think uh, one of the hardest parts about coaching Slink, and I, I assume Q would agree, is that you know, given his age, he's kind of set in his ways, and when it comes to fight week, he kind of starts making decisions that he should communicate a little better with. And this this week has been better. He's been better at especially given uh, things went so well in Oklahoma. And that was all of us just working together as a team. So this week has been good. He's been communicating well about what he thinks and needs and feels and going forward. And he's not doing that on his own and going out of his way to cause problems. That's good. So uh, you guys feeling like as far as uh, the, the weight goes, I mean, that's on point. I know the last time I saw him, I think he had some tacos delivered to ringside. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm the fat boy, and I'm like, get those tacos away from me. <laughs> He's like, do I no. need to hide these? I was like, yes, you do. <laughs> he makes 154 in a breeze. It's really nice for his his height and his build. I think uh, 147 is something we could always do because 154 is so easy for him. He cuts back for four or five days, you know, stays hydrated, maybe runs for a minute in a suit, and then he's 154. It's It's very quick. Um, so what can you guys tell me? I mean, when I asked him uh, about his opponent, um, he, he didn't know much. Um, what do you, what do y'all know about who he's fighting and, uh, and how you've been preparing for him? Well, he's a, well, you know, I can answer this question. Like I said, Trey Martin, he's a, he's a shorter fighter than, than Slane. So um, that's, that's almost a first, you know, Slane's usually the taller fighter. So, I mean, the shorter fighter, I'm sorry. So that's a first, he's a guy that came out, you know, he's an MMA guy that came out, lost some fights early because he didn't really understand boxing like a lot of MMA guys, you know, go through. And um, he's been in the gym working and, and figuring it out. 
Um, two, he's won two of his last three. The two that he won were knockouts. The one that he lost is going up against a pretty high-quality contender that a lot of people say they're going to see on TV and pay-per-view. So at the end of the day, um, the kid's tough. You know, he's going to come straight forward, and um, he's going to he's going to try to bring it to Slink. The, the good thing about the situation, it just gives Slink a different – gives Sona a different avenue as far as a different look as far as fighting. He's so used to being the, the aggressor, the attacker, um, to have somebody want to attack him and be aggressive toward him where he has to be more elusive in a way is something that he needs to grow as a um, as a boxer, you know, the more we the more we climb this ladder with him. So it's a good it's a good fight for him. It, it, this is not gonna be a, a, a easy fight for, for him. Um anytime you're boxing it's always gonna be interesting and tough. But this is this is this is a, gonna be a strategic fight and he has to mentally um, stay sharp because if he doesn't, he's going to get caught. And in boxing, oh. you get caught, you get hurt. I was just going to say, my concern obviously was uh, if you think he's going to have to box more, um, is the ankle a concern at all, or are you thinking he's he's good? No, the ankle's not a concern. One thing we've, we've known about him or whatever, once he's when he takes care of business, he heals pretty up. He heals pretty good. So boxing is really not too much of my concern. Um, my main concern is just him being able to stay mentally sharp and mentally focused. Sometimes, you know, we, we all love Slink. We all love Sona, but that 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 macho mentality of, oh, you want to hit me hard, I'm going to hit you hard. Sometimes that gets boxers in trouble. And as much as I love my guy to death, sometimes he can fall into that. But um, of late, you know, his last fight, he didn't do that, which was a beautiful thing. So I'm encouraged to believe that this is not going to happen as well. So I think he's going to stay mentally, you know, tough where he's going to do what he needs to do, box this guy up. And if he gets a chance to finish him, he will. If he doesn't, then he does what he needs to do and we go home with a victory because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Right on, right on. Um, I don't know if uh, if either of you guys are – necessarily um in charge of this or not um you know or if he has a nutritionist but yeah like i mentioned you know he had the tacos delivered to him um he slink is built like a a truck you know he he's he just like (laughs) there's muscles bulging everywhere out of that guy um and i know you mentioned that it's not that hard for him to get to 154 shane um as far as his diet goes i mean because of that do you guys just sort of let him do it, you know, uh, on his own, or is, is that something you guys uh, have definitely, to not, Definitely not. He's allowed to eat some snacks early in the week, like the tacos, but uh, him and Dre are both on that My Fitness Pal that's free, and you could just log everything you eat, and we have daily conversations about where our carbs are at, where our fat's at, where's our sodium at, because it's really less about what he's eating and how much of he's eating. You know, he's in his prime. He burns fat very quickly, but I, I can't have him eating Snicker bars and Sure. Tacos. But uh, I think that was like a week out. Certainly Dre's, you know, way more. We're probably uh, two months out and I already have Dre dieting where Slink's probably the last seven, eight days. Yeah, I think it's been a little over a year since the at least over a year, probably since the first time I saw Dre. And I think the first time I saw him, he had he had already lost a lot of weight from what I had heard of his story. And he yeah. looks like he's really continued to slim down. Um you know, not to totally switch gears here, but how, how has that been? Uh, you know, you mentioned that you're working with him on that MyFitnessPal, too. Where, where's he at for weight right now? I think he just sent me a picture this morning at 
And I don't normally like to cut more than five pounds of water. So we're already where we want to be. Uh, we're probably going to try to get to 170 and then cut the last two pounds. But okay. I, I don't think 170 or 168 is a stopping place for him either. He certainly could lose another eight pounds or gain some muscle and, and kind of thicker out at that weight class. But uh, he's still got a lot of changes to make with his body and his weight. Nice. Um, now this is, you know, we mentioned this is fight week, you know, whereas we're talking right now, this is Wednesday. Um, I'm guessing weigh-ins are Friday, um, at element. Um, how does that typically go Q, um, and Shane, like I've never been to one of your guys weigh-ins before. Um, you know, they did pretty just people pop in, get on the scale and pop out. Like, uh, it's, um, it's, we make our weigh-ins public where people can come in and, and, um, and actually see it and see what happens, what's going on this year. We're, I mean, this fight, we're going to, you know, because of the, the status of it, we're all the local fighters. We're going to, you know, we're going to put a little extra on it this year. I mean, this fight, it's just, you know, we're, we're going to make it a little bit more stylish, this one, you know what I mean? Because of all the local fighters. So it's, it's going to be a good show. It's going to be open to the public. Where um any you know people can come and watch and see what see how it works and see what's going on. So um it's you know we'll probably start that around five fifteen, five thirty to make sure all the fighters are getting here and make sure everybody's there, so uh, we can we can put on the show that I, that we want to put on. Oh nice, I don't know about Brian. Uh, so, yeah, I mentioned to Shane earlier. Unfortunately, Brian couldn't join us right now, but uh. Yeah, I'll definitely let Brian know that, and I, I'll be there for sure. Like I said, I haven't been to one of your guys' weigh-ins yet, so that'll be cool. Um, you know, you guys, you know, Shane mentioned that you were a wrestling fan, Q, um, and it makes me think of the other ring that's going on in uh, Element right now. You know, there's a wrestling academy that's in there, and there's a whole nother yeah. ring. Um, how does that add to the uh, the fight week preparations? Because, you know, you really transform that place. And, you know, like I mentioned, Dalton and Lacey do a great job, you know, when it's the amateurs too. Like the element transforms into a, a wonderful venue to watch fights at, whether they're amateur or professional. Um, but I can imagine there's just a lot of work that goes into it. Yeah. Um, and tell you the truth, it doesn't affect us that much. Um, Mr. Kennedy is really great. When it comes to that, I mean, he his people come in. I mean, it probably takes them a half hour to break that thing down. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't hurt us at all. I mean, they're pretty quick. Like, if he takes it down Friday, I mean, he might. He they, they literally can go that fast. It literally takes about a half hour for that thing to get taken down. So it, it won't be an issue at all. But yeah, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Absolutely. Shane, I was uh. I was going to ask you, so on, on fight night, you know, on December 9th, there's also a, a show being put on by Circle of Discipline. Um, I want to say it's Central Gym is where it's at. Um, does Element have any fighters fighting in that show? No, we, I, I did not. I'm not capable of all that. I can't. Uh... I was going to say, I'm like, because, man, I was going to say, you guys are real miracle workers if you pull that off. I mean, oh. It's always going through my mind because when I say I can't do something, I always want to prove myself wrong. But I think it's it wouldn't be fair to the pros or the amateurs if I wasn't giving them my full attention on fight day. Sure. Especially my professionals. So on fight day, I'm I'm driving them around. I'm I'm Mr. Fix-It for them, so I can't be doing anything else. Well, the next week, at least, uh, you know, they're not missing out on an opportunity because then that day they'll be the uh, silver gloves. 
up in St. Yep. Cloud. So still, still get a chance to get some fights in. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, what can, you know, you guys just maybe give me a little bit of, uh, some insight into your, into your training right now. Like, you know, you've got slink, obviously things are going amazing for you guys. Everyone's super happy, you know, after the Nico Ali Walsh fight, um, you know, slink gets the victory super, um, you know, great for Minnesota boxing, super awesome for you guys and for us, uh, for slink. Um, but it sounds like now there's some other things maybe in, in motion, you know, when I was at the uh, media day last week, uh, Q pointed out another young guy that you guys are working with. Um, you guys got some other fighters, you know, going on in the background, um, possibly coming up other than him, or is he just kind of like the other one you're working with? There's a long list. We, we have kids that have, we've been working with for about three years. Oh, wow. Uh, like Zach O'Connor and, and Christian Eller and Asiya Muhammad. And, you know, all of us want them to continue their amateur journey at the moment, get the things they need out of it. But there's definitely no secret, like, you know, like the CMB guys just turned pro. I think some kids just waited out too long and spend too much time chasing those tournaments. When there is opportunities to fight professionally, make money for your efforts, and uh, potentially, you know, get the same experience as you would at the amateur level, traveling and fighting abroad and all that stuff. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, there's different thoughts there. I mean, I was friends. Uh, I met a guy years ago in 2009, and he really was chasing the dream of being in the Olympics, and he just kept it as an amateur forever. Um he was probably one of the oldest, you know, uh, that I could think of. Um, his name was uh, Lenroy Thompson. He ends up going by Cam Awesome now. He's a super cool dude. Um, but, yeah, he stayed an amateur forever, just chasing that Olympic dream. Um, but it's yeah. not for everybody. You know, sometimes people go pro. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but, no, I think the the one guy was a, a former gopher or something, um, which is exciting. You know, I don't want to necessarily put him on blast. You know, we don't want to need to say his name, but that's exciting, you know, to see the stuff like that's potentially coming up in the works. No, absolutely, man. You know, that that's that's the beauty of, you know, that's the part of this business that I've always wanted to bring. Don't get me wrong. We, we uh, People love making money and all that type of stuff, but you want to build a platform where guys are able to start their careers and get things going in the right directions. You know what I mean? So many times, you know, and if you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to do as you're told in our in our in our camp, I can't speak on nobody else's camp, I'm not trying to knock nobody else's camp, but how we work, you put in the time and you put in the effort. We might be the only gym in the in the state that where you can have the pro, I mean the amateur and the pro platform where you don't have to wait for somebody to um you know get you fights. It's like, okay, you're ready. Boom, we get you throw you right into the pro scene and get you going right away. So it's a it's a very blessed a very blessed opportunity that me and Coach Shane have where we can just, you know, we don't have to chase people to um to get our fighters where they need to be. We can just build them the way they build them. And right now we got about three or four guys that we know that are coming within the next year and a half. And um you know, and we're just going to keep building them. And, you know, when they're ready, they're going to hit the scene and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be running. We're going to be up and running. And this, this ain't a, some, this ain't a, a one-time thing. It's Slink is, Slink has been blessed to be the catalyst, the start of it, but it's not finishing with them. We're going to keep going. Uh, this question is for both guys. Um, so right now, uh, I think, 
I, I feel pretty safe in saying the consensus is that Minnesota, uh, the, in the amateur scene anyway, um, and the amount of gyms that are out there is really blown up. I mean, it feels like there's a lot of gyms and a lot of amateurs fighting right now um, in the state of Minnesota, which is great. Um, pros, not so much. Um, you know, you get a, a couple crossovers once in a while, some MMA guys or whatever coming over for a fight. Um, but do you feel like the tide is turning on that with, with the groundswell, you know, with all the gyms and all the amateurs, Q, you know, and Shane, do you guys feel like, you know, obviously, you know, there's a handful maybe in your gym, um, but, you know, you just saw those fighters from CMB turn pro. Do you get the impression or do you know, like, that there's some others out there that are going to be turning pro? Because obviously for a matchmaker, like, you know, yourself, Q, like, that's important. You need to have, you know, opportunities within the state and not always have to bring, bring guys in from out of state. No, I think I think it's, it's it's a huge opportunity, and I think a lot of kids are going to do it because right now they see the platform. I think before, and and, and you know, not trying to, I ain't trying to stomp on nobody's toes. I'm just telling the truth. Before it was always about the big the big fighter, you know, the Caleb Trulixes and the Tony Woods. How can I get this guy up there fast? Versus, there's guys that have talent. They just might not have the name, or they might not have the backing, or whatever it is. So now. A lot of these guys that would think about going pro, they're they're seeing a venue. They're seeing guys that are like, wait a minute, he's turning these guys pro. He can help me turn pro. He can help me turn pro. So a lot of guys are saying, yo, I want to do this. Now, are they ready? That I get that me and Coach Shane and other matchmakers, we get to choose. Uh, you're not ready, blah, 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 whatever. But at the end of the day, there's a platform now where guys can say, yeah, I can turn pro. And I can get a fight pretty quick because I know, you know, Coach Shane or Big Q was going to put me on and give me an opportunity. So I think that's the biggest difference right now. You know, when we couldn't get fights for Slink for a year straight. Q was forced to make a solution. And that's I think that's what's going to happen in Minnesota is when we when we finally lose those like long run boxing shows for good. Something someone's going to step up like we have and, and make another one. It doesn't just have to be one group out there. I'd love to see pro fights four or five times a year because the kids here are talented and they work hard and we're, we're ready for that kind of explosion. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, the likes of yourself, Q, and uh, like a Tony Gregelko, and, you know, you need you need promoters out there that are putting on shows. Um, yep. And we need, we need more. I mean, just like there's more gyms, you know, more promoters is, is nothing – well – I'm not going to say it's going to necessarily be a good thing because I don't know how they're going to do, but you know, not everyone's going to look out for fighters the same way. I hope they look out for the fighters and uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, ultimately, because I know you personally Q, I know that's something that I, I like about you is you care about the people, you know um, it's not just a business, you know, and as much as I love boxing, um, you know, you don't want to go cheer for someone who's just doesn't care about the guy and is just, you know, you don't yeah. want to see anyone getting hurt and just becoming a commodity and getting pounded into walking on roller skates in their older years, you know. There's tricky stuff that go comes with going pro. You know, definitely don't ever have anyone tell you differently. But that's why we oversee the situation ourselves. Like he said, if we think you're ready, that's with our own eyes. It's not some guy in another state you've never met before telling you to take a pro fight for 500 bucks and then you get out seriously injured you know we have our eyes on our fighters we know when they're ready and we know how to be honest with them and communicate so it's a it's a full team thing no one's getting left 
to the birds for sure. No, absolutely. I couldn't, I can't stress it anymore. I mean, that's right on the button, but yeah, I mean, I do care that that's, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. People, you know, a lot of folks are starting to see that I'm not doing this for my own, you know, glory or anything like that. It has nothing to do with that. This was like coach said, this was strictly made because our guy couldn't find fights. So I was like, screw it. I'll do it myself. And yep. now it's, you, know, you see these other, the Corey Thompson's and the, you know, like a Gavin, you see these guys that are seeing, they just want to fight. And I understand that. So it's like, man, let me just get you guys an opportunity. Let me, let me, let me help as much as I can. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. So, yeah, just want to make sure we give a, a little bit of a recap here. So weigh-ins Friday, you said yep. what time? Five 30 or five 15. Five o'clock. But uh, yeah, we won't start to probably 515, 530-ish. I just want to give an opportunity to get all the fighters in, get their physicals done. You know, fighters, they're supposed to show up at four, but none of them are going to do. One for particular, Andre Bird, who's fighting Leo, he won't get in until 430. You know what I mean? As far as he won't land until 430. Then we got to get him and get him to the, you know, get him to the gym. So, we won't start till about 5 15, 5 30, but it's going to be, it's going to be cool, man. We're going to turn off the lights and have the lights flashing on the guys. And you know what I mean? It's just, my thing is all about the experience, man. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, it's not a knock on nobody, but at the end of the day, you know, these, you know, you've seen the shows, man, the lights, the smoke, the, you know, it's, man, it's an event. Like, no, you, trust you me, know, there's a reason why. Was most pride, it made me. Oh, just saying there's a reason why I'm I'm uh got us, you know, being Brian and I VIP tickets, man, because it is an experience, you know, and uh I I can't I can tell you from the first time I went, you know, just just we sat in the I think the second row and it was still amazing. Um, but then since we got the VIP, you know, and we got the food and it just it just took it up another notch, you know, it's it's just fun. Um, but anyone who hasn't been to these shows, man, you gotta come. It's it's really fun. Tons of Minnesota fighters. It's a great location. It's not far. You know, if you're in the Twin Cities, it doesn't matter where you are. It's like it's really close. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can't think of anything better to do. You want to watch Devin Haney and Regis Prograce for 75 bucks on DAZN? I don't think so. Come watch some, you know, local Minnesota fighters, right? Hey, and not on top of that. About got, it, man. Uh, oh, I was just going to say you got uh, Maddox recruited, too, don't you? uh jr maddox yeah the yep. Uh, the guy yep. from he's McAllister gonna, radio gonna, he does the boxing report yeah he's gonna be, he'll be friday on way in and he'll be our announcer on 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 saturday so that's the thing man is it's time to it's time to galvanize as Minnesota. you know everybody in minnesota we talk about how you know, we're good, we're great, we're this and that, then darn it, let's start working together and create a platform where fighters can fight and people want to come and people want to see. And that, you know, that's that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to stand out and be this big, bad wolf where everybody hates and all that type of stuff. I'm trying to be that guy where I can, if I can galvanize everybody and I can create a platform where we can get to an armory or we could get to a Hinkley and we can have every, you know, every big time fighter in Minnesota, people coming in, you know, that's what, if I can do that, then darn it, that's what I'm going to do. Cause I can care less about my ego or any of that, man. I just want to give guys an opportunity to be the best version of themselves 
And if they're the best version of themselves, then they're helping me and I'm making money and they're making money. Everybody's happy. Uh, fights on Saturday start what doors open at five, I believe. Doors open at five. We'll start at six. As soon as the ambulance gets there, that's when we'll start. Hopefully they get there about six, six, about six, 15, the latest. So, but our first bite will be at six if they're well, on time. I'll be probably dipping out of the amateur show a little early. Um, Cause I think doors are at two for that. I think fights start at three. Typically okay. amateur shows normally roll about three hours. So I'm anticipating myself dipping out of that a little early, which sucks. I hate right. to miss some fights, but um, yeah, I'm not missing the smoke and the lights and, and all the, and all yeah. the, the I don't stuff. Know if, I don't know up. if they have a, I don't know if they have a big card or not, but we'll see. Yeah, that's a good point. The last uh, COD uh, deal was only like five fights. So that, that flew pretty quick. Um, yeah. But that was, I don't know if, what do you call that? Uh, it was, uh, it wasn't just a, a fight. That was like a showcase that they did for the, for the gym and for all their programs. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, so that's that tickets, obviously you get them at uh, qfights.com. Uh, qfights.com. Yep. Tickets are still available, um, but get them fast because man, if I, I would imagine those VIP ones are probably gone or almost gone because those tables are always full. Um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, I tell, I tell people right now that don't wait till the door. Because I can tell you right now, just from ticket sales and going through our, there's already 400 tickets already sold. Wow. For That's this awesome. show already. So you're, you're talking about, you know, you're, you're talking about a full house and it's going to be loud and it's going to be busy and it's going to be a fun time. So don't wait because if, because if it's sold out, I will put a tag and say sold out. And because, you know, we don't want the building shut down because of fire hazards and stuff like that. So get your tickets okay. now. You got about two days to figure this thing out and, um, you know, show up and everybody's going to have a good time. Now, you, absolutely. Um, as a, a closing thing, you know, you had mentioned um, possibly doing something else, like, you know, whether it be an armory or Hinkley or something else, like trying to keep it going. Um, now, the show is that. Uh, the shows at Element obviously are amazing, um, and mm -hmm. I think if you if all you ever did at shows at Element, you can't go wrong. I mean, they're great. Um, but if you are, you know, hypothetically were to do a show like an Armory or a Hinkley or something like that, um, mm -hmm. you know, how soon in the future could that be? Could that be a year? Could that be two years? Are you already sort of behind the scenes talking to folks or or you know thinking in your head about what that might look like? I'm always thinking in my head what it, what something like that would look like. Um, I haven't talked to nobody yet, but at the end of the day, um, I'm in a very interesting situation. I'm in a situation where right now I'm the only active promoter in Minnesota right now, you know, not saying that's not going to happen in the future, but right now I'm the only active, you know, promoter in Minnesota. And then at the same time, when you look at it, like I said, Armory's this last show at Showtime. Pinkley, they've been down for a long time. These these places love boxing. These places love boxing. So from a business standpoint, why wouldn't I have a conversation somewhere down the line if I can get in front of these guys and say, hey, look, this is what I'm doing without, you know what I mean, no help. Imagine if we partner up. What can we do? This and this and that. You know what I mean? So I can't say if it's going to be a year, two years. I couldn't say that at all. Um, only thing I know is, is that I'm a the same way I grew my training business is the same thing. The same way I think of my 
of this business. There is no limits. There is no what ifs. You go do it and make it happen. You know what I mean? And whatever happens, happens. I'm going to be, I'm willing to take on whatever challenge I can to build this platform the biggest as I can, not for me, but for everybody else. And whatever I got to do, that's what I'm going to do. Um, and then before we, you know, let you go, uh, I just want to make sure Q that you can highlight the other things you're doing, you know, for the, the fans that maybe didn't hear your first interview on the podcast, uh, when we had John a while ago, um, you know, you've got a basketball background, you know, you're doing yep. training with, with basketball athletes. Um, yep. can you maybe just give a quick breakdown on what you do other than boxing, promoting and coaching and how people can get in touch with you for that? Yeah, originally, man, I um I started. I'm a originally I'm a, I was a basketball trainer. Um, I've been training basketball for shoot 17, 15, 17 some years. Um, I have kids from the lights of what everybody knows. Who, um, Chet Holmgren, who's the who plays for Oklahoma City Thunder right now. I actually have Jalen's jersey on right now. <laughs> Jalen Suggs, who's another one of my guys. He plays for the Orlando Magic. Um. Like I said, the Zach Lofton who played for the Detroit Pistons, he's playing overseas. I just I've had I got a ton of players that play overseas. I play college basketball, I play high school basketball. Um, I've been blessed. Um, also me and my me and my good friend Brian Sanderford, we also have an AU program. It's called Sizzle, where we put over seven hundred kids in school for scholarships. So, um, yeah, I've been a basketball guy all my life until I run in, until I ran into Dalton Outlaw an element gym and all of a sudden I became a high level trainer and boxer and all that stuff. So <laughs> it's a wild story. So um it's funny Slink got me um Slink has me motivated with the whole documentary thing we did for him. So I might have to do one myself because people always are curious like how did this happen? So you know um I might just do one myself. We'll see. But um yeah it's a um it's a wild story. It's a fun story but it's a story of willing to do whatever it takes to get what you want. And that's what I'm willing to do. That's what I've been doing. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed at the end of the day. Absolutely. So you've got um, on social media, I know you've got the site for big Q promotions and then you've got your coach Q. Is yep. it coach Q training? Coach Q training. Correct. Coach Q training. So that's probably mm -hmm. the, you know, if someone wanted to get in touch with you for like say basketball or whatever, maybe go to coach Q training. You can go if you're looking for basketball, you can go to Coach Q Training. You look for boxing, you can go to Big Q Promotions. Also, I have my website, www.coachqtraining.com, um, which allows you to email me as well if you want at cq at coachqtraining.com. So you can um you can email me directly through that. Um, or you can DM me on Instagram. There's like I said, those are probably the easiest ways to get a hold of me. If you try to call me, I probably won't. I'll miss your call and I might miss you because I got a lot of things going through the phone. So those would be the easiest ways to get a hold of me. Again, the website is um, www.coachqtraining.com um, and the Instagrams are Coach Q Training and Big Q Promotions. Nice. Yeah, Maddox had asked me if I had your number. I laughed and I said, no, I just message him on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um. The last thing I want to uh, touch on, and I can't, you know, you know forget this. Um, I just want to give you a chance to say thanks to whoever's helping you and, you know, any sponsors. Obviously, you know, you hang banners and stuff like that at the shows of your sponsors and stuff, um, but a chance to give them a, a plug here. And I just want to give a shout out to Gabriel Roofing. Um, I appreciate them. They've been a solid sponsor from us from day one. 
Um, give a shout out, love for them. They do great work. Um, shout out to all my, you know, my my team that helps me, Tom, Lindsay, um, Nikki, Dalton, Coach Shane. You know, it this I don't do this on my own. And I don't even Aisha is another one. Um, I don't do this on my own and I don't try to act like I do this on my own. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to do it. So um, shout out to all of them. I appreciate them. I love them all. Um, they're dear to me. Um, like I said, it wouldn't, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. So, um, and shout out to Sizzle, you know what I mean? My crew, Brian Sandiford, you know, um, Larry Suggs, they, they're always there with, you know, down for me, helping me with everything I do. So it's, it's a big team effort. So I appreciate everybody. Awesome. Uh, you mentioned the documentary was Slink. I definitely think you should do a documentary. I would watch it. Uh, you've got a great story. Um, you know, as far as Slink, I, I had shared uh, a couple of deals on Instagram to my, uh, what do you call it, the story. Um, but is, is that available like on YouTube or something like to watch yeah. it straight through? You can go YouTube. Absolutely. It's actually on, it's on, if you go to Coach Q um, Instagram, the link is on there and it's on the big Q um big Q promotion Instagram as well. So you could just click it, it'll take you straight there. Awesome. Well, I'll watch that and then I'll wait for yours to be next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, absolutely. Well, dude, thank you so much for absolutely, making time. Uh, you know, I, I know we got a chance to talk a little bit off the record on last Wednesday. Uh, but it's good to have you on the record here and, mm -hmm. you know, the fans get a little insight into what they can expect coming up, you know, for a Saturday night and big Q promotions and smoke and the lights and all these Minnesota fighters throwing down, man. It's going to be great. Hey, we're going to make it happen, man. It's going to be a good time. Enjoy. Get ready for a show. I've always, I said it last time. I said it again. This is not a box. This is a show. This is an event. You come and when you leave, you will be able to, you will talk about this. For some days for some weeks you won't when you leave it ain't gonna be a one-time thing you're gonna want to come back that's why we've grown absolutely well awesome man like i said i can't wait uh now that i know about the weigh-ins i will be there friday so dude i'll see you friday man yes sir i'll see you soon bro and drive safe from the airport you're picking up bird <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> all right man have a good one q all right bro we'll talk to you soon see you soon